Welcome to Why Not, a podcast for creatives hosted by life coach and musician Jill Morris. That's me. Here, we're creating the life they told you wasn't realistic, we're going full-time with the hobby they said you'd grow out of, and we're throwing away the backup plan. Because why not live the exact life that you truly want? You in? Let's go. Welcome back, friend. So thrilled that you are here. I'm excited for today's topic. This episode, if you are listening in real time, is coming out a little later than normal because I had a rough emotional week last week. Uh, I think it was triggered by watching a little too much Vampire Diaries, which if you've never watched, deals a lot with death and grief. And um, that's something that I have dealt with a lot in my life. And so it can be challenging for me to deal with those emotions. It's like it's comfortable and it's really hard and it's familiar in a really uncomfortable way. So anyway, it was just kind of a rough emotional week. It kind of brought up some past grief for me that just never really goes away. It just at different times in my life, it feels more intense than others. And this was one of those times. So uh, it just, the week did not go how I had thought it was going to. I needed to rest a lot more and really like sit with my feelings and allow the feelings. And that is always something that I check in with myself about. Like, I think there are kind of two sides that I see people go when they're feeling really emotionally intense or intense emotions. Uh, Either just like immediately say, I'm shutting everything off. I'm not doing anything. I'm like just having these emotions. And then the other side of like, I'm just going to push through and keep working and be hyperproductive, which I've definitely... Uh, done more of the latter in my past. Uh, And there's no problem with what I said, like, kind of shutting everything off and, and, like, canceling things and just, like, really sitting with your feelings, which, like I said, is somewhat what I did. I still got things done for the most part, but I did have to kind of shift things around and, and, not do as much as I thought I was going to do, like really do the bare minimum. I I did a post on my Instagram about this if you want to read it. Um, But what I just wanted to say about that is to really check in with yourself and say like, what can I do with these feelings? How much do I really need to sit with them in this moment? Like if there are, th- if there are obligations you have, can I still do those? Or do I really do need to just sit with these? Like, where is the line for me in this moment rather than just going one way or the other, like just working too hard or not working at all. You'll learn over time. If this is something new to you, uh, you'll learn over time, like kind of where your line is. So of course, being gentle with yourself and letting it be an exploration. I know at this point kind of where my line is and where it's like, okay, here's the things I can get done. And then I really do just need to like shut off and let myself feel and do that. So I just wanted to share a little bit about that. If this is something you would like me to talk more on, on grief and really dealing with intense emotions and how to continue being a human in the world when you're feeling a lot, which for me, who is a mostly earth and fire sign being, uh, emotions are are a challenge for me. Um, and that I think is kind of a huge lesson of grief for me. So if that's a perspective you would like to hear more on, um, let me know, message me on Instagram or 
contact me in some way. But I just wanted to share that to say, yes, this episode is coming out a little bit later. That is why I don't ever want to um, say... I wouldn't use emotions like as an excuse. And I think that's kind of the thing is like, if you're feeling like something is an excuse, then it's something to question. It doesn't mean that what you're doing is an excuse. Like my emotions are never an excuse, but it's like, am I just using those as a reason to not do things? Like the emotions might be valid and fair, but am I using them to get out of doing things? Or do I actually really need to focus on my emotions and like, this is genuinely like what I need to be focusing on right now. And that's just an internal thing. Like no one else gets to tell you if you're using emotions as an excuse or if they're a valid reason. Like that's just an internal thing to check in with yourself about and to trust yourself with. So I think this is that's another thing that people kind of oscillate one way or the other of like, I don't want to use my emotions as an excuse. So I'm just going to be hyperproductive versus I'm feeling so much. I'm just going to shut everything off. They are the only reason, you know, like it, that's kind of like going one way or the other. And there is a balance for everybody. And we're all just like kind of on a spectrum of how we feel and handle emotions. So anyway, just wanted to throw that in there. And say that if you are feeling intense emotions, which it seems like a lot of us are right now, I don't know if it's the harvest moon or we're entering Libra season and we're leaving the best season of all, which is Virgo season. Hello, I have four planets in Virgo. I love it. Um, But if you are also feeling intense, if you're feeling off, if you're feeling like you need more rest than normal for you, um, I'm sending you love and just be gentle with yourself and check in with yourself and trust yourself. And if that is something that is challenging for you, that you would like to build your trust with yourself and really gain some tools for managing your emotions and still being a human in the world, definitely book a call with me. This is something we can do together. This is something that is solvable, is shiftable, is something that you can feel differently about and manage differently. So that's that. Now I want to get into what I want to talk about today, which is I'm going to be diving into something that I did talk about on Instagram yesterday. So I've started doing these uh, weekly happy hours and they're like mini little workshops on Instagram. So instead of the speakeasy just being a video that I pre-record and put into the online speakeasy, I'm doing them live on Instagram, so you can join me Tuesdays, 4 p.m. PST on Instagram, going live, doing a variety of workshops. And it's meant to be like a happy hour, similar to the speakeasy, where we just hang out and have a drink, whatever you, coffee, tea, water, beer, whatever you want to drink. I've had wine the past couple times. And we just hang out, and you can ask me questions. I'm going to deliver some value to you, give you a little mini workshop, and it's meant to be a conversation. So even if you weren't there live, go back, watch it, ask questions as you're watching it, like just drop it in the comments or you can DM me and we can talk about it, but it is meant to be a conversation. I want to know how these things are landing for you. I want to go deeper into the topics that are interesting to you or that you feel like you're struggling with and you want more help with. That is what I'm here for. I am here for you. So just let me know. I'm going to keep going with it, but today I want to dive into a part of what I talked about yesterday and just kind of clear it up and make it succinct for you uh, and have it have this be an episode that you can come back to and uh, reference for your own growth. So 
Okay, we're talking about making money goals as a creative. And I am sure that a lot of you out there are like, I don't want to set a money goal. I hate capitalism. I don't like money. Money frustrates me. I don't have enough of it. Like, I get it. And that is why I'm doing this episode. That is why I am talking about money because I think it is such a stressor. It is such a point of contention for creatives. And I want to really shift the conversation because I think that my perspective on money is valuable. It will be helpful for you. And how I think about it is just that money is a detail. It is a fact. It You get to choose whatever you want to believe. Like I know some people believe that money is energy. I think that I have subscribed to that belief at a certain point in my life, maybe this year. I don't know. Like my, my feelings are always shifting, but it's always getting closer and closer to my own truth. And I think that's just the journey that we're all on. But I'm at a point where it really, I've, I've tried to come around to like feeling differently about money, but ultimately like it's just a fact. It is just a number. It is the thing that we exchange for value. We have decided collectively as a capitalistic society that money has a certain value and that certain things mean certain amounts of money. Like they equate to each other and that is the system that we are in. I don't want to dive into the system today. I'm not highly educated on that, but I do want to talk about setting money goals because then you are able to stress less about money. I see so many creatives that feel broke, that think that they are broke, and maybe you are. I'm not like saying that you're not, but I'm just saying these are the things that you're thinking. You're thinking I'm broke. You're feeling broke. You're feeling lack, feeling scarcity, and also hate money and don't want to look at it and don't want to talk about it and don't want to dive into it. And I get it. And money can be so emotionally charged. And we are all, we're all conditioned in different and similar ways about money. And we all have all of these ideas about what it means and how to do it and a lot of shame and guilt around it. And my goal is to let it just be a fact for you. Like have it be okay to look at your money and really allow yourself to take the emotion out of it so that you can use that emotion in more productive ways. Like it really just can be money. We give it so much power and I get it. And like, again, this is conditioned, this is societal, this is white supremacy. Like there's a lot of factors going on. Here's what I want to say. Setting a money goal allows you to make sure that you are taken care of, that you are feeling safe, you are feeling comfortable, and beyond. So the concept that I shared in the live yesterday was this concept of having a baseline. And this is something that I've worked with multiple clients on, and they have found a lot of value in this concept. And so I wanted to share it today and then expand on it a little bit in regards to a money goal. So your first money goal, if you're not there yet, or you just haven't really defined it for yourself, you might define it today and then be like, wow, I'm already there. How amazing. I'm great. Okay. That's what I hope that you walk away with no matter what. You are great. So believe it. All right. Baseline is your baseline monthly income that you feel comfortable, safe, good, neutral, okay, whatever is like for you, if you're thinking like, this is the baseline, this is like, if I make this, I'm good. 
And that anything beyond that is just incredible, is amazing, is great, is like expansive, is abundant. The baseline, if it's basically like if you go below that, you're starting to feel nervous. You're starting to feel scarcity. You're starting to feel like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Okay. So that is the concept of the baseline. The, the details of it are going to be very specific to you. And so that's why I do love working with clients one-on-one because we can really dig into what is this for you. I can guide you towards what it will mean for you, what the number will be for you, not because I'm going to tell you what that is, but you are going to decide that for yourself. And I hope that this episode is a jumping off point for you for this concept. So how I see the baseline is it's a mix of your bills, your personal spending, and savings. And you, throughout this episode, get to decide what of this you would like and what you would like to throw away. I encourage you to listen to the whole thing and really take it in and then decide what do I want to take away from this concept and what am I not aligned with and why? Like, you do not need to agree with me on anything, even if you are my client. What my goal is, is to get you to your truth. So always be focused on what is my truth within the context of what I'm learning here today. Okay, so bills, personal spending, and savings. And these also are very personal decisions as to what those things mean. Meaning, for me, I include things like Netflix, Spotify, Hulu, uh, my the, the uh, like, giving that I do every month, like donations that I do every month. I put those into bills. I put things that are on auto pay, like my dog's food. Um, I put groceries into bills and I put anything that's like eating out, like coffee, drinks, food, whatever, into personal spending. You get to decide what each of these means for you. And that's what's so fun about it. It gets to actually, you can actually, it can be fun. (laughs) If you allow it, if you're like, what if it could just be fun? Okay. So, and with bills, what I tell my clients is think about breaking this down. Like your baseline is going to be monthly. So break all of your bills down into monthly. So if it's like your electricity that you pay every three months, break that down into what it would cost monthly. And if it's something like electricity or water or something that might fluctuate for you, depending on if you, if you don't, um, pay your utilities yourself, you might not know this, but whatever, if it's a fluctuating bill, just look at either the last three to six months and average it out and just say, what would it be monthly if I averaged it out? And then think about, you know, like monthly expenses or uh, sorry, yearly expenses. Like I pay for my uh, car insurance yearly. So I would break that down into a monthly expense. And then you can decide how much do I want to save from my income every, whenever you get your income weekly bi-weekly, monthly, whatever, how much do I want to save of that? And I would just choose, you know, like, I don't know, 2% or something of that. Like you get to just choose and you can choose not to build savings right now. That's also totally fine. I think that if you make it a low enough percentage, it could be viable and you could at least, I would suggest, I'm not a financial advisor. Don't take this as financial advice. It's just my suggestion that you include, you don't think of your baseline as this is what's coming in right now. It's saying, what is it that I need to be coming in for me to feel comfortable, safe, okay, neutral, whatever the feelings that you want to be feeling about money 
are. So your baseline is somewhat of a goal if you're not there yet. And that's how you want to be thinking about it. Don't restrict yourself by like what I think is realistic in this moment. Make your baseline the realistic choice. And then we just, that's the goal. And that's what we work towards. But so build savings into that. Should you want to do that for whatever reason? And then personal spending is, of course, going to be a little more fluctuating. And so that's something that I think about, you know, like I think, again, like I said, eating out or uh, clothing or if I buy merch from a band or if I buy music or if I buy like a Real Housewives show, um, whatever, just like things that I buy that I'm intentionally deciding to buy each month, it's not like a, a automatic expense or it's not like a bill that I've signed up for. It's something I'm intentionally choosing every month. And so it's something that I have more uh, intentional control over every month, meaning it's something that I would want to be evaluating. And this is what I said in the live yesterday as well, is you want to look at your bills and your savings as well. Like you want to look at all of it and be evaluating it. You don't have to be super specific about it, but just like, do I like how I am spending? And if not, what do I want to do about that? Or, you know, am I not spending enough on something and I would like to figure out how to do that? You just want to be looking at it and be intentional about it and say like, are the things that I'm spending my money on, just like you would think about your time, like, are those things that matter to me? And if not, why am I purchasing them? Why am I spending money on it? And it doesn't mean you have to change anything, but you're just being intentional with where your money is going. Okay, so your baseline is your bills, your personal spending, and your savings. And again, when you're thinking about it, you're thinking of the life that you want to live and you're thinking of your baseline as what makes you feel comfortable and safe and okay in the life that you want to live. So it might be a goal number in this moment because maybe you're not making that much every single month. You want to know the facts because you want to live the life that you want to live. So make your baseline the life that you want to live. And again, it's just the number that's right above if you didn't make as much as that that you would start to feel lack scarcity. And that might be how you're feeling right now. You might not be at that baseline number. And so you are feeling scarce and and afraid and stressed out about money. That is fair. And that's why the baseline is now the goal. Okay. If you're not, if you are already hitting your baseline or beyond, then the goal that you're setting for money would be beyond that. And when you're thinking about beyond that, I would be thinking about like, what are things that I want to add into my life that cost money that I want to start spending on? Or do I want to increase my personal spending for whatever reason? Like I want to buy more music every month. I want to buy a new guitar. Think about investments that you want to make. If you want to work with me or if you want to invest in some other program or going to school or taking guitar lessons or voice lessons or whatever the thing is, what are investments that you might want to be making And that is also the next goal that you would want to add in to your money goal. Like think about purchases you want to make, investments you want to make, things you want to add into your daily life or your monthly life or just your life in general. And that is how you decide on your goal. You just think about like, what's the life that I want to live? What are the components of that? And that's how I set my money goal. I just add it all up. It's just facts that make up the life that I want to live. And whether you're at your baseline or beyond, 
just know that if you are not a selfish person, which if you're asking the question, you're probably not, your money goals are not selfish. This is something that I see come up, especially with creatives, is feeling like if they set a money goal or if they ask for money for their art or any of these things, that they're being selfish, that like the money should go to somebody else. And that's fine and courteous of you. And like, when do you get to be the person who hits your baseline and beyond and has more to give? Like focus on yourself first so that you can be even more giving. And that can be a part of your goal. Like if you are not a selfish person, then the things that you're adding into your baseline or your next goal are not going to be selfish. Like I said, I have in my baseline, in my bills, there is it's factored in that I'm giving to the the local tribe here that I'm giving money to rent for them. Like it's called real rent in Seattle. That's factored in to my baseline because that's important to me. And it's important to me to be giving back. So that's already factored in because who you are and how you spend money is just a reflection of that. So you're not a selfish person. Your money goals will not be selfish. And that is something that, again, if this is something that feels really challenging for you and you want to shift your mindset on this, you want to see what's possible for you, book a call with me. Let's talk about it. Let's work on this mindset so that you don't feel selfish because you're not selfish. Okay. So you want to get to your baseline. Money is just a fact. And then you can go beyond the baseline. Now, here's what I want to offer as well that I was talking to a client about yesterday is for a lot of creatives that I know, money is not a huge motivator. And I think that's a huge reason why they don't set money goals and why you might not be setting money goals. And it might come from this feeling of like not wanting to be selfish. And it also might come from just not really caring or liking money. You don't need to in order to set and hit a money goal. And the reason that you set and hit the money goal is so that money is not a stressor. Like I've said, like there is a purpose for it. And if you're feeling stressed out by money, then figuring out how to make that not so can be a part of your money goal. Now, the thing that I was talking about is you set the money goal. You decide like, okay, let's just say that you're trying to hit your baseline. You're not there yet. Your baseline is your goal. Okay. This is like at the bottom of the piece of paper. Then you say, what are all the actions that I'm going to need to take to hit that money goal? What do I think it's going to take for me to make that much every single month? Now, it might be like my job pays me that much. So I just need to make sure that I'm going to work. And that's the action that I need to take. Great. You might not be making that much at your work. So what are the other things that you might be doing to create that? Maybe you need to do whatever you need to do in order to get a promotion or get a different job or start a side hustle or start making more money off of your art or services that you provide. What are all the things that you're going to need to do to create that result? Now, the next thing that you want to do is say, okay, what is the energy that I want to infuse into those actions? How do I want to think? What do I want to be feeling while I'm doing those things? This is something that gets missed quite a lot. And it's so, so vital because you think about, this is something that I talked about in my stories the other day. You think about 
if you want to learn how to play guitar and you go to a guitar lesson and you have this energy of like, this is going to take a really long time. It's going to be a while before I know how to play anything. I'm going to go in there and I just know it's going to take a while. That energy is not going to encourage you to learn anything specifically that day. Like you're going to be there, but you're going to be kind of passive. Like it's kind of passive energy of like, I'm just kind of waiting for the learning to happen to me. Versus if you went into the guitar lesson and you were like, I, this could take a while. I'm willing for it to take a while. And I wonder what I could learn today. I wonder if I could learn how to play something today, like maybe a chord. That would be really neat. I wonder if that's possible. This is coming from curiosity and you are much more likely to learn something in that lesson, to learn something even more tangible, to grow beyond what you thought was possible when you walked in. If that is your thoughts and the feelings that you're infusing the actions with. Now, both of those, you're going to a guitar lesson and both of those, you're going to walk out with a different result. That is the concept that I am sharing with you right now is you can take the same actions, but if it's infused with different energy, you're going to get different results. And that energy is, is uh, dictated by your thoughts and your feelings. So you think about instead of thinking about like, I want to make this money. I got to make this money. I don't really care about money. I hate money, but I need to make this money. Like having the, the energy behind your actions be so money focused instead of that, what actually motivates you? What actually is the thing that you want? When you're thinking about the money goal, the money goal is just the details of how you're going to be living the life that you want to live. That might be your motivator. Like I really want to hit this money goal because that means that I'm regularly taking guitar lessons, that I have a coach on my side, that I'm building my side hustle, that I'm building my art business, that I'm doing the things that I want to do. The money is just the detail, but what I'm really focused on is why I'm doing it, is what I'm going to get out of it, is what I'm going to present to the world, is who I'm going to be in the world. That is the energy that you likely will want to infuse your actions with. And so that is where the focus is. So basically the point of what I'm saying is you set this money goal. You see like, what am I going to need to do to do that? You think about what is the energy that's going to, that's going to get me there. And when you're thinking about the energy that's going to get you there, you can just throw the whole idea of money out of it. It will come because you've already decided how you're going to do it. And now you can just focus on the energy, your thoughts and your feelings and doing the actions. Okay. If this feels overwhelming, book a call with me. Let's get you doing this in a very simple way. This actually is very simple. It is really just checking in with yourself daily and saying, what am I doing today? Why? Like, what am I creating right now? And why am I doing that? And focusing on that feeling and infusing that into your day, having that lead you throughout your day. It doesn't have to be anything to do with the money. The money is just a detail. Okay. That is what I really want you to walk away with this from this episode with. And if you want to discuss this further in just a conversation, find me on Instagram, Jill C. Morris. If you want to really shift your money mindset, if you really want to start making more money in a way that doesn't feel selfish, that doesn't feel scammy, that doesn't feel gross, that feels aligned, book a call with me. Let's solve this for you. Let's get you doing what you want to do. Let's get you living the life that you want to live. And let's have you feeling and believing that money is just a detail. And if you want to shift anything about the collective's idea about money, it has to come from within first. And so this is how we do that. Okay. 
I hope that this was helpful. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know if there's anything you would like me to go even deeper into or kind of a pivot off of this topic. I love talking about money. I love expanding my own ideas about money. So like I said, I always am wanting to be in conversation with you. So just let me know your thoughts about this. And if you want my help, book a call with me, find me on Instagram, let's chat about it, and I will see you next time. Bye! If you liked this podcast, I want to invite you to work with me one-on-one. It all starts with a consult call where I will show you exactly how the life you really want is inevitable, and then we'll get to work making it so. To book that call, head to the link in the show notes or go to jillifred.com forward slash consult. That's J-I-L-L-I-F-R-E-D.com forward slash consult and choose the day and time that works best for you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.